life is a gift and it offers us the privilege, opportunity, and responsibility to give something back by becoming more. Life is a gift and it offers us the privilege, opportunity, and responsibility to give something back by becoming more. Today on Pervy's Point, we're going to talk about becoming. I got a special guest with me today, so we're going to have a lot of fun. So uh, keep it locked for an hour today. Usually it's 30 minutes, but for an hour today, because we're going to have a great conversation. It's your boy, Robert Pervy. This is Pervy's Point. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pervy's Point. I'm super excited, as always, as always, um, to have conversation with you. I know you're not here with me, but you're here with me in spirit, right? And I just love having conversation with you every week. And this week, I'm excited to have conversation because I brought in, I brought in family this week. You know, I brought in family. You know, uh, in life, um, you you happen to be in your career and you meet people along the way. And some people you meet, you don't really care if you talk to them again. You know, you know, you know it is, it is what it is. But some people you meet, and the Lord keeps bumping you into each other throughout yeah. the years. And like when that happens, you got to know it's it's for a reason, right? And sometimes we think those reasons are huge, and sometimes people go into business, and sometimes people um, do other things and build certain things, and sometimes you bump into people just to have good connection, good relationship, uh, so you can hold each other up, and so you can bless each other when you see each other, and you can have moments like this. No, no doubt. So uh, on today's previous point, the, the the person I brought in to help me uh, amplify. <laughs> my, my, my point today uh, is it, it, my boy DK Hammonds. Salute. What's well, good, man? Man, man it, it's like I, I'm when I hit you up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I, I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've, I've been waiting uh, yeah. for, for this day because um, you're the first guest I've had on mm. Pervy's Point. Oh man! Uh, as far as a one on one, I had an episode with a couple of my boys for Father's Day. Yeah, for sure. But uh, one thing I'm doing on the show is once a month. Just bring in somebody who I do life with in some kind of way to help amplify the point. No doubt. Because every week, I just take what's on my heart, on my mind, and just have a conversation about it. For sure. Hopefully, it helps somebody. No doubt. So, I'm like, I don't want to just have somebody who I ask questions and they answer them. I want somebody who I can have conversation with. Uh-huh. Who better? <laughs> who, who better? Right? <laughs> and, and, and so, guys, if, if you don't know DK Hammonds, you, you need to know him. Follow him on social media. No doubt. Um, on Facebook. Um, the dude puts these quotes and <laughs> statements that make you laugh, that make you think. Um, the digital theologian, he is very no educated, um, knows the word, but is very cultured. Now, I, one thing I don't know, DK, I don't yeah. know where you're from. Yeah. And so give give, give um, our subscribers, our listeners, just a little background of who you are. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I am originally from Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, I, I, I was born and raised in the east side of Little Rock uh, and moved around southwest, John Barrow, uh, and actually cut my teeth um, in Arkansas. And I would dare to say, and I know I'm in Dallas and Texas country, some of the best <laughs> preachers uh-huh. come out of Arkansas. They do. Camden uh, being one come, of those. I'm just, uh-huh. I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. Salute. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I came out of there, cut my teeth there, started in ministry there, accepted my calling there. Uh, and then God, you know, transitioned me to Dallas. And, you know, when I first got here, I didn't really feel the love. I had to kind of <laughs> find my yeah. way. Uh, because there weren't many people like me in Dallas. Yeah. 
Um, and I just really just wanted to find community. And community was hard for me because sometimes I can be a little socially awkward and mm-hmm. I can be a little introverted because mm-hmm. I am a sort of a nerd on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but God saw fit, man. I end up helping a good friend of mine that we probably know mutually, yep. Corey Hughes. Okay. Help him plant a church here in Grand Prairie. Mm-hmm. Um, that then, uh, God moved that. And then I moved to DC3, Disciple Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was there ever since, kind of doing the Lord's work. So that's kind of how I transitioned to Dallas from Little Rock. That's what's up, man. Arkansas is a, has a very uh, fine place in my heart. Our, the late, great Dr. Kerry D. Wesley from Camden. That's correct. Yeah, so... Um, and, and I have good friends that live in Fayetteville. No doubt. And uh, I, one thing I learned about Arkansas, I got to say this. There, there's a spot in Fayetteville that uh-huh. has great barbecue. Like yeah. Ar- Arkansas, I, I, they have more space than people. That's correct. But the people are great. The people are great. Yeah. And in certain parts of Arkansas, the people um, are different. Yeah. <laughs> they are a lot less cultured. Yeah. Um, but to God be the glory. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what's up, man. But I'm glad to have you. I appreciate it. And, and uh, for every listener out there, make sure you uh, subscribe on YouTube. This will be one of the episodes that I put on on YouTube. Uh, so you can go and listen to it there. But also, thank you guys for subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and listening on Spotify, all that good stuff. Thank you for listening. And I really want you to push this episode because we're talking about, um, you know, all the episodes have one word. Mm-hmm. I, I try to do one word episodes because I just like people to think a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this this idea of becoming um, sits very heavy in my life right now because probably sometimes God just pushes us out. Yeah, for sure. Just pushes us out. You know, the, the whole adage about how um, eagles um, grow up there young, right? When they get to a certain age, they push them out the nest and yep. teach them how to fly. Yep. And one of those things, I remember a preacher, I was telling a story about how they, they pushed the eagle out the nest and the eagle is falling until it learns how to fly, which is actually incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the mother actually swoops in under, mm-hmm. right, the, the eagle as it's falling yep. and helps it glide, mm-hmm. helps it. But the, the biggest thing is pushing them out. That's right. So That's right. um, in order to become, you don't become by just being pushed out. Mm-hmm. You become by also allowing your heavenly father to, okay. to help you glide through uh, the transitions and dissitudes of life, right? Yeah, yeah. And so um, there are people who are struggling with this, though. And, and the conversation I want us to have tonight is just talking about it, having a conversation, and people listening and hopefully they, they, they grab something from it. Yeah. So, so, so listeners, DK and I are just about to have this conversation. And from this conversation, you grab what you need for your life. For sure. And, and, and let it and let it be planted and let it grow in whatever area of your life that you need. Uh, because I just believe there are so many people struggling with the idea of becoming who they need to be, but they're stuck in a situation, stuck in circumstance, stuck in a mindset of yeah. who they are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so three things we're going to lift up, y'all. Uh, we're going to talk about these three things when it comes to becoming. And we may jump around, but when it comes to becoming who you are to be and who God is calling you to be, uh, it takes work. It takes sacrifice and it takes honesty. It takes those three things. And so we're going to start with with work. Um, DK, mm-hmm. man, um, I, I'm, I'm discovering that people are lazy. <laughs> you discovering that? <laughs> or are you just acknowledging that? I, I think it's both. Oh, okay, I think, okay. Maybe I hadn't been paying attention or, or, or maybe, you know, I've been caught up in my own world. But I don't know. But it, it blows my mind that how people want something yeah. but don't want to give yeah, anything to get what they want. Mm-hmm. 
And in order to become anything, yeah. you're going to have to put in some work. Yeah, there there is a, uh, to the work premise, there is an author that talks, that, that makes this parallel between banks and schools. Okay. And his parallelism works in this manner because it says that the amount of deposit that it would take for us to run at school, we could easily sew that into an individual so that they can do what they need to do. Right. And so he, he his 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 thought process to that is let's have less banks and more schools to educate people on how they need to move and work. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is people love high residual, but they hate to put in the mm-hmm. same amount of work that it would take to re- to get that. Mm. And so like even down to what, what, what if we wanted to do ministry, if we yep. wanted to do just life, what I'm finding is. Some people are lazy, but some people just truly lack work ethic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's yeah. just you were never taught. You 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 didn't, you know, they they quote unquote say, Hey, let's get it out the mud. You never really had to get <laughs> it out the third war. Right, right, right. Or right. south side of Houston right. or down in Little Rock right. to get things out of the mud. You've right. been pretty cultured. Yep. You've been pretty um sheltered and you haven't had to really work. So so I think People just have to get out of their own way mm-hmm. when it comes to the work. They have to be willing to do the work and willing to push it. So it reminds me, I was, I was thinking about this topic as well mm-hmm. in my own prayer time. And Genesis 39 came up with Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a man who who has everything going for himself. Uh, you know, he, he did run into some, some issues or whatever have you. And he runs into this one particular thing. It gets him in trouble. It wasn't his work ethic because his work ethic is what really got him into yeah. the house. Yeah. Right? So that's a word for somebody that's watching <laughs> on the video. Hey, check this out. If you want to get into the house, right. it requires work. work. Yeah. Right? And it's going to require some situations that you're going to be in that you're not going to like at your job. Mm-hmm. So for that young person that's around and you're trying to lose, leave your job, you can't <laughs> leave your job because yeah. you need work. Yeah. Right? But the work did not come by way of he didn't he didn't have obstacles. Mm-hmm. He had plenty of obstacles. The first obstacle was Potiphar's wife, mm-hmm. and she sure enough put the screws yeah. to my guy. Yeah, right? she, she, she was a whole obstacle. <laughs> she, <laughs> she put the screws to yeah. him, and so in in doing that, it didn't prevent him from doing the work. Right. What it showed him, and I'm sure we're going to get into that. What it showed him is, hey. I need to have good boundaries while I do the work. Yeah. Right. And so that, that first boundary was him resisting the temptation of Potiphar's wife's invitation. Yep. Just resisting that joint. And so once he did that, you know, he still had to overcome, still had to push through and he still had to work. And at the end result, we see Potiphar, we see Joseph being raised up, telling about his dream, getting everything he wanted to get back. Yep. But it does require work, man. It's the other thing about the work piece, too, man. Some people don't mind working, mm-hmm. but they don't like process. Yeah. Right? I don't mind, you know, coming to work, clock in every day, but it's this process thing that I kind of dislike yep. that I really want to not subscribe to. If you're going to work and you're going to have anything, you got to submit yourself to a process. Yep. Uh, so and some of y'all need to know a process and a person and a person, right? <laughs> like, so, so you you gonna so, have a boss. You gonna have a boss. You gonna have to submit to somebody. 
And that boss may not always be loving. Right. Right. But you're still going to have to find that silver lining that's going to bring you to the place that, hey, I want to work. Whether I'm working in church, you know, like we get discouraged working in church sometimes. Me and you both been in the game for a minute. And you know what? I had to really shift my gears in the work of ministry so that I can say, I'm doing this not for the personality in the pulpit. Yeah. I am doing this because God sent me here to yeah. do this. And the work matters more than all this other stuff that I'm doing. So you said something there, and I want us to uh, to kind of dig into it a little bit. For sure. About, about boundaries while working. Come on, man. I, I think a lot of people miss out or misuse opportunities. Yep. Because, and this could be with people, places, or things, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't have boundaries. To, to thine own self be true. Mm-hmm. Know, know who you are. And know what you can't entertain. Know who you can't entertain so you don't miss out on where you've been placed. Or, or you don't get kicked out of where you've been placed, right? <laughs> and and um, I, I believe that sometimes uh, when it comes to people becoming who they are to be, the Lord positions them in certain places. Mm-hmm. And they allow people to get them removed from places where God put them in. Right. Be, be, because because they lack the discipline to create boundaries. It, it's a shame that God divinely orchestrates your life and places you in position for you to prosper, places you in position to become who he's calling you to be. But because you don't have boundaries, you, you, you end up getting yourself um, prematurely dismissed from a divine place. Sure. So so the first part about boundaries is a person to have boundaries has to know self. Mm hmm. You can't have a boundary yeah. unless you, to your point, to yep. that own self be true, yep. till you have a self-awareness right. that this is hurting me. Mm-hmm. This is putting me in predicaments, situations that I should not be in. So I probably need to have a better self-awareness of the situation when it comes to work, when it comes to worth, so that I'm able to kind of navigate better. And and I, I would even say this, and this is what Michelle Obama said. I can't read it today. <laughs> she said, she said, becoming for me, becoming isn't about arriving somewhere or achieving a certain name. I see it instead of a forward motion as a means of evolving, a way to reach a continual continually towards a better self. Mm-hmm. And so a better self means a better self awareness mm-hmm. and having proper boundaries. So what is boundaries? Okay. Boundaries to me, is simply the constructs to prevent chaos, mm-hmm. right? And so many of us, we actually like the toxicity. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we like the toxic energy. Yeah. Therefore, we just kind of lessen or lower the boundaries. If you go back to the story that I just said in Genesis 39, yeah. this brother boundary is like, hey, no, I can't with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let me attempt to go this way. Right. No matter how you try to wind it up, right? Yeah. That's a level of self-awareness. That's a level of boundaries mm-hmm. when it comes to becoming. I just need us to be aware of us. Yeah. And put the proper things in place so that God can give you more. Yeah. Most most people's primary complaint is, God, I want more. Well, God is saying, put some stuff in place yeah. so I can put it there and I can trust you. Get, get, get them out the way. Correct. Move it out the way. Correct. So you can have room for what you're asking for. 
And that's so powerful because it, it's the boundary. It's when you are aware of self and say, okay, although you may look good, although the, 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 the raise or the salary may look good, like I can't afford to take on something or someone that may look good to me, but not good for me because I have boundaries. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. People going to look at you crazy. People going to have their own opinions and their own ideals of what you say no to. Mm-hmm. And, and if and if you are saying yes to things because you are afraid of the people that will be um, that will look at you funny because you said no, you're going to mess yourself up. So many people. And that's how you fall into toxic situations. Right. Because you're always looking for validation from other people. So if you're saying yes to things you said say no to because you're worried about the people who are going to clown you for saying no. And th- that, that blows my mind. So if you're going to become who you are to be, you got to be OK with saying no. That's right. Right. To what may look good to you, but not good for you, and you you grown like like you know it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you like like you you know you know what it is. I'm gonna go left and come back right. You know when somebody's no good mm-hmm. when they show you who they are. B- b- believe them for real, for real. Because they, they gonna show you they no good. Like like there there are some jobs you know you shouldn't take. Right. You you feel it at the interview. You you feel it at the off. Like you like okay, it's a, it's an okay pay. It's a, it's a cool, but it's it's not for me. Right, and, and right. you got to be cool with saying no. Um, so 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 you won't be put in place in situations that aren't good for you. I think what you're saying, man, is we there are some boundaries that include God. Yep, and then there are some boundaries that don't include God. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, so so what we need to determine is what are the healthy boundaries that it, that is inclusive of Him. Yeah. Because what we get in trouble really with is when we start excluding God mm-hmm. from these bumpers, these rails that's mm-hmm. kind of keeping us in the right place, yeah. right? And so I really think that some people think they have boundaries, but I would dare to say or venture to say you have them, but you ain't got God. Right. And you need to go find him yeah. with your boundaries yeah. and your self-awareness. To get to where you need to the go. The boundaries people have that they uh they put up without God, DK, is like when you go to an event and they have these orange cones, <laughs> like you can get out your car, yeah. move the cone, mm-hmm. and get through the uh, you know where you're trying to get to. But putting God in your boundaries is like having an electrical fence around your property. Come on, sir. If you if you touch it, it it's gonna hurt you. You you can't get through. Right, and I think more people need to have electrical fences around their life. They need, or they need to turn off the electricity. <laughs> something, <laughs> turn it off. You ain't paid your bills, so, so you, you need to do something because it ain't, it ain't, it, it's not a registering. Yeah. you know, you know, um, that this thing, yeah, um, or all the things, yep. is preventing progress. Yep, right. Uh, and you know that that's not what you need, and yet you're still grappling and holding on to the very thing you know you don't need. Yeah. So self-awareness also prompts you to rid yourself mm-hmm. of waste that is unhelpful to your progress, yeah. right? And so I think some people enjoy mm-hmm. laying in the mess yeah. um, more so than they enjoy doing the work to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's like super important, especially in this season. There's so much information. There's so many connections that you can make mm-hmm. that will prevent you from working mm-hmm. or working to become a better person. Yeah. So you're gonna have to do the work necessary to do that. Yeah. I don't I don't usually uh 
Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting somebody, so it's not me. Go ahead. I, I don't usually cuss on my podcast, but I, I have to say this. There's this quote. Oh, we can cuss on the podcast? Well, I, I, I don't usually. <laughs> but I was. We I, are free over here. <laughs> I was I was scrolling on Instagram, and yeah. Jennifer Lewis said a quote that is, it stands the test of time. It's timeless. She said, if you shit, if you sit in shit too long. Oh, yeah. You'll forget it stinks. Mm. <laughs> right and so when it comes to uh boundaries mm-hmm. like y'all really want to cuss i said shit first <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> couldn't get the code out <laughs> don't y'all wreck y'all cars laughing at me and don't fall off the treadmill laughing at me I, i'm i'm oh, we, hey this need to be the free podcast we free <laughs> but 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 it's so true and that's why because when you just embrace the toxicity when you don't have boundaries when it's just free for anything to come mm-hmm. into your life life um you you will sit in smelly situations and you'll forget that it's stinky because you just get used to sure. to that what 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 prompts one to know that the situation smells mm. enlighten me okay the first thing is time mm-hmm. after a certain period of time if you step in it yeah you're gonna smell like it mm-hmm. if you sit in it long enough mm-hmm you will become it. Mm-hmm. So time is a big factor yeah. in knowing that you're in the wrong place because the smell itself mm-hmm. is going to be the prompting mm-hmm. that you need, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think time is a is a huge factor. I think, um, yeah, I'm going to stay at time. Time yeah. is that that one thing. And some of us spend too much time yeah. there. Yeah, like get out of that joint. But I think that, that's the thing, though. Like even with time, like and some some people, and I'm not poking fun at these type of people, but like some people. But it's your podcast. You can poke fun at whoever you want. <laughs> some people don't. Even, some people don't even know they musty, and they get mad when you tell if if you if you tell them like yo like take this deodorant or like like take a shower do do something like they they I don't stink. And because I think sometimes, like you, you, you stay in situations too long. You, this is why you need boundaries because you'll stay in situations too long, and you'll you mm. forget or you won't even smell yourself. It's like sometimes you, you know, uh, when people walk into your house and they say it, it smells good in here, and you say, "Well, thank you," because you've gotten so used to the smell, you assume it smells good. Correct. But you've gotten so used to your own smell, mm-hmm. it takes somebody else. So I think with that time, as time passes, God will send people into your life to tell you, hey, this don't look right. Or, hey, like, you changing. Or, hey, mm-hmm. like, like, like you spending too much time. Or if you got somebody really in your inner circle, you spending money on the wrong stuff. That's right. You, like, like you, you loving the wrong thing. That's right. And when that happens, it's just, it needs to be a recalibration or a, a rethinking of how, of, of how you're living your life. Taking control of life often means thinking outside of life um, that you've grown accustomed to. That's what you just said. <laughs> You're, I am asking you to take control over what God assigned you. Yeah. I'm asking for you to steward your life better. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't take that responsibility, then you're going to reap the harvest that comes with irresponsibility, right? And so we want, you know, the notoriety. We want um, to be known. We want to be loved conditionally or unconditionally. But we don't want to do 
this part in terms of taking the control of your life. Yeah. And if you have good, healthy boundaries, along with the self-awareness, mm-hmm. that's a form of taking back yeah. the very thing that may be a little out of control, mm-hmm. right? And so the word is for someone who's listening. Your life could be just like on the brink of shambles. You mm-hmm. could be, you know, about to get put out. But if you just take that one step of taking back your life, mm-hmm. man, God can do so many great things with what you have given him, and that's including yourself. Absolutely. Um, that's a great segue, DK, into um, this next part of becoming. We talk about how it takes work, mm-hmm. but um, I think also our listeners need to realize it takes sacrifice. Mm-hmm. There are some things you're going to have to put down so you can go up. Okay. And and so I can't wh- smoke weed no more. I mean, you know, if it's stopping you, <laughs> if it's stopping you from doing what you got to do, <laughs> I can't. I can't drink the hand dog no you more. Know, if it's stopping you from doing, <laughs> you, know I mean, you know what I mean? I tried. I, I, I tried white Hennessy. Yeah, I didh- didn't like it. it. It was okay. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm stick with my normal. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> God bless you. I didn't like the white henny. I, I think it's overhyped. Yeah. I think black people just like Casamigo, they be trying to overhype the flavor. Yeah. <laughs> it is not good. Yeah. It's actually pretty trash. And if you would go to Mexico and spend at least one day with the locals, yeah. you would figure out that Casamigo is just like toilet water. Yeah. And, but but here it is, Hennessy or Casamigo. If you want to sponsor our podcast, <laughs> we'll make it happen. All right. So <laughs> we'll take your money. All right, but. Uh, <laughs> but sacrifice is is understanding that you have sometimes uh Pastor Brandon Walker said this one time. He said sometimes, sometimes in order to go up, you have to give up. You do. And if you're gonna become who God wants you to be, there's just some things you're gonna have to lay down and put down and not pick back up. And I wanna start there. Yeah, man. I when I think of accepting my call into ministry. Yep. I was at this club. I'm going to be transparent. I don't care. Come on. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's yeah. a free podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> free. I was at this club, man, drinking double shots of crown. Mm-hmm. Right? So you was feeling good. More than good. Right? <laughs> and, man, looked up. And, you know, you, you get all the queasy and the wheezies. Mm-hmm. And God started speaking to me. Wow. In this spot. And he told me, you need to get up out of here right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Yo, but everybody knows me here. Yeah. I've built a rapport in the streets. Yeah. They know me. They love me. It's unconditional. Man, this is family, right? Yeah. And God was saying, nah, but there is something you need to give up here. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's this lifestyle piece you mm-hmm. need to give up yeah. in order for me to kind of help you build up to something better. Yeah. And so I left there, man. And when I left there, I went home. And of course, I had to throw up because I was just—it was just unacceptable. Yeah, the way yeah, that I was. Yeah. Uh, and the next Sunday, I accepted my call to preach. Wow. Because I because if God could speak through a drunkard state, yeah, then He could change the trajectory of my life. Yeah. Based on that. Yeah. And I was like, cool. But what did I have to give up? Nobody could prompt you, if y'all are listening to this and y'all preachers, nobody prompts you on what you're going to give up because you said yes to God. Mm. And what I had to give up was homeboys that were long-law friends, life friends. Back up, up, say that one more time. Nobody prompts you. Nobody prompts you on what you're going to have to give up to follow God. Wow, yeah. 
that's, that's not a prompt for that. There's yeah. not a book that anybody has written about any of that. No, 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 no. God will say, hey, I need you to go here. And you get into that lane and you're like, but God, I got to shell off. I got to move off. I got to mm-hmm. take this off. I got to do this. I got to change my appearance. I got to come out here, mm-hmm. shave off my beard. I got to do all of these things yeah. to fit this mold that you're trying to create. And God is saying, that's external work. Yeah. But this internal work is really what I'm calling for you to do. Mm-hmm. And so from there, now you now I'm, now I'm preaching. Now I'm moving. And now my homeboy's looking at me saying, yeah, man, he a preacher now. You can't really talk to this dude no mm-hmm. more. Can't even kick it with him. So I'm thinking to myself, but I just accepted my calling. That's cool. I'm still your homeboy, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, you're not my homeboy. You represent something different. Yeah. That I see. And so that that is a lot of what that sacrifice is. And if we talk more about what some of these leaders mm-hmm. had to give up to follow God, mm-hmm. some of y'all wouldn't want to preach. Yeah. You'd yeah. be like, no, nah, God ain't calling me that. I know he didn't call some of y'all today. Yeah. But we some of us have given a life yeah. so that we can just chase after this rabbit of a voice yeah. to hear God clearly. And, and, and I'm not, I'm not shaming. Yeah, not, of course not. I'm not shaming Pat, but I, I want you to hear um, the heart. And I wish I, um, and it's not just men preachers. We have uh, lady preachers too. But what I'm saying, what I want you to hear is this, like God has a calling on your life. Mm-hmm. And when God calls you out of something and, and pushes you into something, there'll be some people and some things you have to leave behind. But here it is. God moves you out of one community yeah. and gives you another community. Yes, he does. And, and, and here, here's the tension. And I know you felt this too. The tension is when you leave the familiar. Of course. Because leaving the familiar and making new friends, new ways, doing new things in a new place comes with a whole other feeling because a lot of times you, st- you don't, you may leave the place, but you don't get away from the people. Yeah. Yeah. The people are still talking about, oh, you you a church boy now, or or mm-hmm. you a preacher now, or you too good now. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, the tension is because you leave these people because they're not living a godly life, yeah. only to discover yeah. that the people in church got issues too. Of course, and and so that's why it takes you having to to lay down everything, mm-hmm. everything about you if you're going to become who God has called you to be. You have to lay down everything, your ideals, sure. your your um, your past pain, past hurt. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to go left and come back right. I think a lot of times people get hurt, the church hurt. Mm-hmm. It comes from people who had a who had an unrealistic idea of what church people should be or what's going to be, right? Yep. So you leave the world and you come to the church and you think the church is supposed to be a full of perfected people, yeah. not realizing the only perfect person uh, in the church, Jesus, it, that, that, that's it. <laughs> Everybody else is, is messed up. Right. Yeah, sure. um, and so I think that um, we it's because several people listen to this podcast, not just church people, people in the community, saved, unsaved, listen to the podcast. And I really want you to hear that when it comes to you laying down your life so you can live for him, so you can become who he's calling you to be. Sure. You're going to meet some mean people. Yeah, you're going to go into some crazy situation. Like, like just because somebody's in church yeah. doesn't mean they will always be like Christ. No. It, why? Why? Why do we have the expectation that just because you go to church don't mean that you out of church? Yeah. Everybody that's in that ain't saved. Yeah. Some of them folks don't know God at all. Right. They are there. Watch this to feel or generate an experience that they haven't received yet. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why they're there. And then others are there because they're trying to grab a hold to a personality that they love, right? Mm-hmm. But some folks aren't there for the coming of Christ. No, no, no. And you know that by the means in which they in which they're willing to sacrifice for discipleship. Yeah. Because a lot of people love church, but they don't, don't want to be disciples. Talk about it. Talk right? about it. That's sacrifice that you would give up an agenda to then take on Christ or kingdom culture. Yeah. That is sacrifice that yep. you will not go to Beamers. You know, Beamers used to be <laughs> licked back at the second. You would not go to Beamers yeah. or DGs or Onyx or wherever you're trying to go yeah. because you were trying to go to see what God was saying. Those things matter in the area of sacrifice. And if y'all, if we just really sat down and said, hey, tell me what you had to give up to be this. Yeah. We would see that they would be kind of similar lines in terms of sacrifice, right? Uh, Some people had to sell their soul when it came to the area of sacrificing. Some people had to prostitute or solicit Mm -hmm. when it came to the area of sacrifice. And then there's others whose sacrifice may not be extreme, some of y'all just have to give up being on social media yeah, man. as a means of sacrifice. So it's not necessarily broader or shorter sacrifice. It's what we're willing to equally yes. give up yes. in between to experience yes. the fullness of God. That that's that's major, man. I don't I don't want to uh add or take away anything from that. I think I think every listener needs to, to grab that. Yeah. Like because so many times we we think um <laughs> In church, where we try to compete with testimonies, right? <laughs> and so we, we 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 think that in order to you remember really, them testimony yeah, service, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, First, give out to God. We're about like, hey man, yeah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 we, and we think that the person with the biggest or grandest testimony or the biggest grandest sacrifice is saved the most. What you just said is some people, your sacrifice has to be on the extreme end of alcohol or prostitution. Sure. For some people, for most people, mm-hmm. it's just you giving up how much time you spend on social media. That's right. How much time you spend talking to the wrong people. That's right. How much time you spend eating the wrong things. Come on, man. Like, like for most people, it's it's the things, some things you do daily mm-hmm. that you need to stop that's stopping you from becoming who God has called you to be. It's, it's you, you walked away from the major things due to maturity. Some things just life matured you and you walked away from it, but it's the things you go through every day. It's the type of people you talk to yeah. entertain. It's the place it's, it's where you're always spending your money. Like you're always complaining about why you can't save, but you buy a $300 pair of shoes every time you get paid. And, 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 and that, that may be your thing <laughs> and, and I, I'm not knocking it, but if, if there's somewhere where you're trying to be, yeah. and if you know, God is calling you to a certain place or become a certain person, yeah. there's just something. And here it is. I, the Lord just gave me this. Some sacrifices are seasonal. Of course. Some things are, are seasonal sacrifices. Yeah, man. That, that just because you have to um, save this amount of money or not spend it now doesn't mean that's how it's always going to be. Mm-hmm. But seasonal sacrifices teach very valuable lessons. Let me add to that. And that's yeah. good. Yeah. So You're a preacher. I, I, uh, no, part-time. So, 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 I, 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 I heard the voice of the Lord. <laughs> I throw them so you can, you know. His... his some people, in my experience, have short-term sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I just want to sacrifice for like 30, 
That's all I minutes. got. Yeah, 30 minutes. That's all I got. A little 30 seconds, you know. I'm just going to turn the phone over and not answer it. That's yeah. a sacrifice. But then there's others that could fast and sacrifice for days, mm-hmm. right? Does the person with the shorter sacrifice, yeah, we're doing the same thing yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I, you know, those who can endure as a good soldier, salute to you. Mm-hmm. But who measures endurance? Mm-hmm. God is the right. person that measures the endurance. Right. And it is the sacrifice. So I, I, I just need for us to just kind of grab a hold to, yes, if I sacrifice short term, give up these smaller things, mm-hmm. what God will train me to do is be able to handle things in the long run yeah. that I can be a better person at, right? And so, for instance, if, you, if you're struggling with weight, stop eating after nine. Yeah. Maybe eat after seven. Yeah. If you're struggling with weight. If you're struggling with alcoholism, remove it from your crib. Yeah. If you're struggling with pornography, hey, man, you might, need, have, you might need to burn it or have, yeah. somebody, have somebody monitor your subscriptions. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it takes yeah. for you to become yeah. or evolve, you need to be willing to lay into that. Yeah. No pause and get to where you're trying to go. Yeah. What I so, something all of that was great. And something that I really want you guys to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it takes. Whatever I, it takes. I really want every listener to like grab it. If you drive and don't do this, I kind of want you to wreck. But I really want you just to like lift your hand, just grab this out the air. That's what the Lord is telling you. Like whatever it takes for you to get to where he wants you to be, you have to do that. Like you have, sometimes you just have to release. I don't, I don't think you realize how much, um, the, the feeling, the great feeling that comes from releasing what you've been holding on to. Oh, no doubt. I, I mean, and I'm experiencing it right now in my life in so many different ways that the, the free, the, the feeling of freedom that I feel, mm-hmm. um, or the excitement that I feel is not because, uh, I'm quote unquote free. Yeah. It's because I let things go. Mm-hmm. So I can go through seasons of my life without harboring any type of, of discord or any type of anger because I let some stuff go two years ago that's helping me now. Hold up. And, and, and I, the only reason why I can go through transition now in my life without disliking anybody, kind of let that stuff go. Hold up. And that doesn't, that doesn't eliminate yeah. that you're, that you're not frustrated. Right. Because frustrated is a healthy emotion, right? Mm-hmm. It simply, it simply suggests that you're not allowing frustration to dictate trajectory. Mm-hmm. And so what people need to understand is, yes, you're going to go through life. Sometimes going through those hard times, hardships, frustrating moments, or moments of uncertainty, it is simply to build faith. Mm-hmm. It is simply to get you to see what you did not see mm-hmm. and get you to go where you want to go. Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. The, the, b- becoming, um, it, it takes work. Yeah, s- s- sacrifice. Yep. Um, I, I don't want y'all to be like Lot's wife. Please don't. I I I don't want you to be like you mean Lot's salty wife. bay. Yeah, I don't, I don't want you to be salt bay. <laughs> I don't want you to be salt bay. <laughs> uh, and for all of you context, uh, r- r- read the Bible. Read the Bible. God named Lot and his family. The Lord told him to leave Sodom and Gomorrah because he was going to burn it. He was going to burn it down. And so they, they end up leaving. And as they're leaving, they're the whole family. The Lord says, "Leave and don't look back." Like, I'm going to burn it up, but don't, you're going to smell the smoke and everything, but don't you look back. Right. I'm, I'm taking you. Lot's wife 
I mean, she just, you know, she 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 had it. She she couldn't fathom not being there, right? And she turns around and she looks back and she turns into a pillar of salt. She and, couldn't fathom not being where with her husband or with the community that she thought was more important than what yeah. God was taking her. Yeah, I think that's important to yep. note, right? Yep. Like, hey. You could go with your husband and be listed as a person that's the mother of, yep. you know, all these children. Yep. Or you can stay here and simply be salty. Yep. How do you choose yep. saltiness in that context yep. over progression? Yep. And some of us, you're salty because the person was chosen and not you. Mm-hmm. You're salty because the person got married and you didn't. Mm-hmm. That ain't for you to decide. Yep. Here's why. Because if if I don't choose the saltiness, I then gain progression. Yep. A better name, a yep. bigger name. Yep. As it concerns the things of God. Yep. So think about what you what you're getting yourself into. Maybe yep. that person needs to be salt. Yep. So that you can go. Yep. Because it's place. one of the things. It's like where where, where your where where she ended was supposed to be her new beginning. Of course. And I and I and I would hate for. Um, us as people, anybody, anybody listening, uh, for you to be so caught up in what the Lord is calling you away from mm. that you end up missing out on what he's calling you to Ooh, man. because you're not willing to sacrifice. That's it. Yeah. Um, sacrifice. And sometimes sacrifice means you have to cut off yeah. what is familiar in yeah. terms of your community. Yep. That community is preventing you from becoming you. Yeah. And you got to let that go. Yep. Yeah. And some people don't want to do that. Man, my community is so far. I bet it is. But yep. what God is developing on the other side of this mm-hmm. is 10 times better. Yeah. yeah. It, something just hit me, DK, before we go to the next point, man. Yeah. Like, and I, so many people are going to miss out yeah. on what God has for them because they feel like what they have is good enough, not realizing there's greater. Because they don't want to let go. They don't want to release. They don't want to sacrifice. They are so comfortable being complacent mm-hmm. in their now. They will never experience the glory of their next. And that 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 hurts my heart. And that's something for me personally mm-hmm. that, that I promised the Lord I'm not going to do. I'm not going to get so comfortable in what I have now. Whatever you call me to release now, whatever you cause me to lay down, and give up now in order to receive greater, mm-hmm. Lord. Tell me when, and I, I, I got you. If if it's if I just got it, mm-hmm. and, and I'll be very transparent. Um, I had a job that I dreamed about. Yeah, my dream job for sure was on that mug for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Lord said, "We done." Mm-hmm. Okay, your your will be done for sure. It, it, it was quick. It was fast. It was like a blur. But hey, Gus, I got something else for you, mm-hmm. and and I don't even know what the something else is. Yeah. I'm in that process you talked about. Yeah. The Lord just said, your time here is done. And 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 I told my best friend this. I said, the Lord removed me from that season of my life before I got too comfortable. Because the Lord knows his son. If I get too comfortable, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I think that space that you mentioned, um, of Arthur calls that the liminal space. Mm. It is a space in which it's gray, uncertain, so to speak, and yet you're progressing to see more light. Mm that liminal space. And so I think I told y'all he went to school. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I think when, when it comes to that, man, um, 
it may have been a blur, but it may have needed to be the blur. Mm. Because had you set your eyes on something, mm-hmm. you would have stayed too. Yeah, it ain't just just that one. It's like I, if I set my posture, yeah, my eyes and my body on this one thing, I'm going to probably just be like, nah, not time. And God is saying, nope, I got to do a quick work. Yep. Because if I do it quick, I can sever, I can heal that thing real quick, and then we can move on to where we're trying. Yeah, to go. man. Yeah, man. So I. I mean, you, you kill him with these segues because, like, um, and y'all, like, he's not even looking at my notes. Like, we have two different iPads. Um, and so becoming takes work, takes sacrifice. But this last point, um, it takes honesty. It takes honesty. It, it, it's, being, it's being honest with yourself yep. with the understanding that you can't afford to waste time somewhere. You can't afford to waste time on something. You can't even afford to waste time on someone that you're not called to or purposed for. Like you, you, you can't hear this. Sometimes, um, uh, DK, we, 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 we experience squatters. Mm-hmm. So, so some, sometimes, sometimes we, we, we look around our life and we got people that's just squatting. And we honestly, we don't know how they got there. Yep. Like, like maybe it was from a job, uh, a tenure at school or just, or just matriculating through life. And we look up, and I got somebody in my life. I'm like, you're not bringing any value. Mm-hmm. And so I got to be honest with myself and realize, okay, I need to remove you because you're not bringing value. Or um, it's it's I'm allowing something or someone in my life to continuously bring me down. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being honest about um, what this thing or this person is doing. Sure. And, and, and I'm not being upfront about it, right? And I can't become who God is calling me to be because I feel obligated to carry this person on this thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so and so sometimes we find ourselves in these moments mm-hmm. of, of this process you talked about at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And in order to become who God is calling us to be, in this process of becoming, we have to, yes, work, yes, sacrifice, but it's this honesty piece. I see you saying honestly, but yeah. who are we being honest with? Ourselves. Okay. Yeah, like, so, like, like, like we've been, some of the people lie to themselves. Like I, they do lie to themselves. For real. It, it's this, man, it's this one person, and I'm not going to say too much because they don't know who I'm talking about. I mean, people. They know who they talk you know about anyway. Like, it, I, 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 don't, I, don't real, I, don't, I don't understand how they can continuously put themselves in situations yeah. that bring hurt. And, I, and it hit me while I was thinking about this podcast is because they're not honest with themselves. Oh, man. Oh, man. They're, they're not honest about about where they are, mm-hmm. who they are, or what they can take. Mm-hmm. They, they continuously put themselves in position to experience hurt, to experience letdown, to experience disappointment because they're not being honest with themselves. And if you're not honest with you, yeah. there's no way. If you're not honest with yourself, it's hard for you to see when somebody's being dishonest to you. Parker J. Palmer says this, let the highest truth and value lead and guide you. Mm -hmm. And I don't disagree with what you're saying Mm -hmm. in terms of these squatters and these dishonest people who lack self-awareness. But a couple of things that this quote actually suggests prompts me to pause. Number one, if we're going to have a level of honesty, there needs to be a source of truth. Mm. Okay. 
you cannot rely on your Instagram and TikTok yeah. to be your source of truth. Yeah. It is not your source of truth. Yeah. Right. Uh, the next thing is you have to have a certain level. You have to have a value. How do you value you? So source of truth and value. Value. Mm-hmm. How do you value? What's the value you put on you mm-hmm. and living that truth? For me, authenticity is everything to me. Yeah. It's it's my it's a part of my brand. It's part of who I am as an individual. When you see me, you see authenticity yeah you you cannot say hey man dude was fake to me that you like, like what are you talking about yeah yeah you know so being authentic produces value mm-hmm. grants self-awareness and allows for us to operate in a set level of truth mm-hmm. what we what i am missing in a lot of people is authenticity mm-hmm. that prevents honesty yeah value and true. Yeah. Listen, if you fake, stay over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have time in ministry and marketplace mm-hmm. to deal with your facade. Yeah. Please show up as you and only you. And so when we're trying to move and become, if you want to evolve into something better, how do you value yourself in the process? Yeah. And then watch this. Sometimes value comes from devaluing and you got to take some stuff away mm-hmm. in order for that thing to have a better value. Right. Yeah. So when you buy a home, I bought a home two years ago. Mm-hmm. And when you buy a house, the first thing you trying to look at is how much is this going to depreciate if I move in? Mm-hmm. And if it depreciates, you know, you got a probably a bad deal, mm-hmm. but if it appreciates, mm-hmm. then what you found out is the house that you paid 10% on Received gave you a 30% residual on the back end, mm-hmm. right? So the value may not pay in the short, mm-hmm. but it will pay long term. Yeah. And and, and and it's it's that truth you talk about, man. Yeah, man. And, and it's and y- y'all know on, on Pervy's point, um, I try not to go too deep biblically because I know we have an array yeah. of of audience, and this is just not the platform where I choose to go deep biblically. Uh we'll create another podcast for that. Yeah. Uh, but but um, when it comes to that, the truth you talked about, mm-hmm. if if your uh, Jesus ta- at the end of the Sermon on the Mount yep. in, in Matthew seven, he talk he 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 wraps up his sermon yep. with one of the most prolific illustrations ever. Yep. He says that that if you um, take my words and heed to them and and build your life on them, you will be like the person who builds on something solid, and when the storms of life come. It stands, right? But if you don't, it's like the person who builds builds their house on sand, and when the storms of life come, the house will fall, and great will the fall be. House right? loses value. Yes, mm-hmm. and so when it comes to honesty, it, it it you talk about that truth. Yeah. When you build your life on the word of God, which is your truth, your truth. it's easy for you to be honest. That's right. Because his his word is truth. Mm-hmm. And when you live and when you base your life off of that, it's easy for you to be honest and it's easier for you to know when other people are being dishonest because when you build on that truth, you have discernment right. and discernment comes the more you're discipled. Yeah. So, so, right. So in the IT space, uh, one of the things that you will learn is no matter what you build, what you build has to reflect a source of truth. Mm hmm. 
Uh, so there's something that sits in the center that prompts everything else around it. And that around it is informed and it moves based upon the source of truth. If your source of truth is off, then your value will probably be a little off too. Mm. If your source of truth is solid, then you can build infrastructure around the source of truth yeah. and it will be able to withstand cyber attacks, internal attacks, and mm. any other attacks that may come. So, yes, you need to find a place where you can build truth, yeah. understand truth, and to that own self. Yes, sir. Be true. Be true. Yes, sir. Man, <laughs> we, we, um, you are one of the type of brothers that we could talk for hours. For sure. And there, there are very few people that, um, that I can actually talk to. That's crazy. I'm, I'm serious. Like, like, like pe- very few people hold my attention. Gotcha. Um, and that's not saying that I'm just this grand person. You know, people are wired different. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, and but you're one of those people, man. That when I've heard you speak, when I heard, when I hear you talk, uh, some of the, some of the best times I've heard you talk is when you interact with other people. Of course. You know what I mean. And and so, um, but before before we get out of here, man, I want you to take a couple of minutes on, on this thought of become. We talked about a lot, and we went back and forth. Mm-hmm. But from your heart, uh, for somebody listening. Uh, tonight, what what is something from your heart um, that you want to share with somebody who is trying and striving to become better in their life? Because they're in a place they want to, they want God to take them somewhere else. And we've talked about a whole lot, yeah. and we and we put it into three pleats of of working, sacrifice, and honesty. Uh, but what is something that the Lord gave you uh, for the next couple of minutes, and just share with our listeners on this thought of becoming? Yeah, here's another quote from Parker J. Palmer. It says, seeking life more than path, more and path is more purposeful than chasing money, wealth, and holding power. Most of us, if we're honest in becoming, the reason why we have not become is because we choose to hold on to power that doesn't belong to us. And so if we want to operate in purpose, we have to let go of power. And power is what's going to bring about a certain level of synergy, bring about a certain level, um, releasing that, should I say, brings about that synergy, brings about that certain level of purpose because that's where you're trying to go, Mm -hmm. right? Most of us are, are chasing popularity, you know, they're not, we're not really chasing after the things of God. And one of those things of God is knowing thine self through your own purpose. Mm-hmm. So there's a purpose work that you need to be seeking after that's going to require sacrifice. You're going to lose people and things because you made a decision to follow God. It's going to take some work. You're going to have to go see a licensed therapist potentially. So they can can help you process the work. It's going to take some honest talk and feedback. And let me say this too. If you got friends around you that can't be honest, you really don't have friends. You have puppets. You need to find you a better people group that's going to keep it a buck with you and tell you, hey, man, you falling short and what you're saying is trash. Here's where it is. And that's even biblical, right? In the Bible, Aquila and Priscilla wrote up on a play and say, let me teach you in a more excellent way. Mm-hmm. And so this does not discriminate us from that either. So that's the work that we need to put forth when it comes to becoming. Because when you become, 
Becoming is be and coming, right? Be and coming. I want to, I, I am at a certain place, but I'm coming into something different. And in between there, there is evolution. But in between those three things, that's revelation. Mm-hmm. And you want the revelation to reflect back to you and say, this is good. And it's marvelous in the sight of God. I love it. I love it, man. Um, y'all, um, take all of this. Take, take all of this. Um, and apply it to your life and where you need it. Um, I I just believe. Uh, well, before we get out of here, Ben DK, thank you so much, man. No problem. Thank th- thank you for coming through, and you know you definitely be back. Uh, but just appreciate you stopping by and offering those words. And uh, as we um, as as we get out of here, I just want you to take everything with you. Take everything with you, and as you take it, apply it. As you apply it, continuously learn from it. Continuously learn from it. Like, I I honestly, I don't give my points for you to say Pervy is a great point giver. I give my points because I just believe that as God takes my life, transforms me, uses me, I just verbally speak that. And I know as I verbally speak it and share it, it touches you and you apply it where you need to. So y'all know y'all know how it is. Every week, I just want to connect with your heart. I want to challenge your mindset. I don't want to change your perspective. So um, share this with somebody. More important, apply it to your life. And until next week, love God, love people, and show enough. Love yourself. It's been your boy Robert Purvey and my guest DK Hammonds on Purvey's Point. Love you. Peace. <laughs>